like, I'm not sure how to prove this or how to even like explain it really other than what I'm going to do now. I guess every episode tests this. So whatever I say on the podcast somehow materializes itself into reality the next day or two. Yo, I have millions of dollars. I'm rich and happy and my girlfriend's hot. Just trying that out. Let's see what happens. Um, really hot. Like, like awesome. Okay. And she, <laughs> she's funny and then she's got like blonde hair or brown hair. It doesn't really matter. As long as she has hair. Or maybe not. Who cares? The point is this. I was talking about positive reinforcement the other day. The next day I see Bobby giving out positive reinforcement. I'm not to say that he never does, but it was just interesting to see the next, like the day I did the dishwasher episode, like literally the day after that, all of the dishwashers walked by me and like shoved me kind of. Not like in a painful way, but kind of like you're in my way. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like like, like first day in school and the bullet like hits you to let you know who, who he is. All seven of them, fuck it. And I was like, there's no possible way. These guys barely speak English. Or they probably do. They're probably better speak, speakers of English than I am. And like his, his vernacular is so fucking elementary you know what I mean like that's what they're saying in English like about me and I'm just like what the fuck but like they all like shoved me like they heard the, the gang episode like like maybe it's the energy I'm exuding towards them and that like I'm saying this without saying it maybe someone's just feeding them the podcast and they're listening to it or maybe it's because I'm seeing more of it like if you own a Buick everyone's driving the Buick all of a sudden you know what I mean so it could be either, any one of those things, but it's really interesting how it works. And the thing is, I think this goes to show that like, I'm not saying anything on this podcast that's like outlandish. My opinions are sometimes a little bit skewed, I guess, but I definitely don't give myself the benefit of the doubt, nor do I do it with anyone else. Like I said, I think I'm pretty sure I've painted a clear picture of where everyone stands. And if you disagree, then let me know. And if you're right, I will absolutely adjust my thinking because I am a true skeptic. So there was this guy called Grant Morrison, and he writes comic books. And he gave us great speech. He has a Scottish, I don't know if it means Scottish people, but he's got a Scottish accent, and he talks about kinds of shit. So he basically talks about him writing a comic book, and he has the main character of this comic book um, in a hospital with a broken ribs, two broken ribs, a punctured lung, and then like a welt on his, the right of his head or some shit like that. Sure enough, in like two months, the guy gets into an accident, and that's exactly how he gets admitted into the hospital. But the thing is, the accident wasn't like his doing. Like, there's no way he could have avoided being in that accident. He didn't purposely give himself a punctured lung. You know what I mean? Like, the car hit him, right? So everything happening in the comic book started happening to this guy, to the point where this guy actually did wish for a girlfriend and for her to be like a character of the book. And women started showing up at his doorstep that looked like the character and some of them were like the character but like too much into the character to where he was like you can't no this is not normal because like the character I remember he explains it in the speech he basically says that magic is real that's like wizard like warlock magic the Harry Potter shit you know is real but you know and it's about your belief so like in that in that same like kind of cahoots I'm trying to say is that maybe that's how this podcast is working maybe everything I'm saying because I'm saying it from my heart and it is true, and this is what I believe is affecting reality without people having listened to it because it just paints that picture of them. I don't know if you realize this, but we're all connected electromagnetically. Like the way you're hearing my voice right now is through an electromagnetic signal that is being thrown from space onto your phone and then to me. I'm not standing in the room talking to you, right? I'm listening at the same time. This is me recording earlier. So that electromagnetic signal that your phone picks up, you also pick up. And if you don't believe me, you can look it up. They're called microcalcite sulfuric crystals. 
Yeah, in your body, in your pineal gland, in the middle of your brain. I read a lot now. It's great when you listen to it. So that's one thing that's been bugging me. You know what I mean? Whenever she, once she said that magic was real, I was like, ooh, because there's good magic and dark magic, you know? Like the person, he who shall not be named in Harry Potter was a guy called Lord Voldemort. And I always thought it was so stupid. Like, why can't I say his name? He who shall not be named. Shut the fuck up, it's Voldemort. But because it's an attempt to rid that person from existence. If nobody knows his name, nobody can mention him and he can't give him power even though he's not, you know, he's dead or whatever. You know what I mean? That's why, like, you know, I have so many names. I have a name for all my personalities. Hell, my computer in my house, the Alexa device, she knows me as Boris, Tumultuous, and Drew. And she can guess different things, you know? She's like, who am I, Boris, you know? And sometimes I don't even know when I ask her, I don't know which one I'm talking at. She'll just tell me what she thinks I am. It's weird. So, like, for example, another thing about names. Uh, what's his name? Moloch. Beelzebub, Satan, the devil. You know him, Lucifer, that guy? They say that if in demonology, when you say a demon's true name, you know, you become controller of that demon. So say you're walking down 42nd Street and a demon pops out out of the corner. Happens all the time. You don't know if it's a man or a woman. There's a weird musty smell coming from them. You see maybe a tattoo of some blonde hair and, and a bracelet. And you just, Azazel, oh, holy shit, it's Azazel. It's true, and it's the demon Azazel, and now you're under his command. Azazel, go into Walgreens, get yourself some hairspray, and go harass people in Soho. Get out of fucking Hell's Kitchen. Yes, master, and he fucking flights off. That's it, boom. So the devil has so many names because nobody knows his true name. But we do know one thing about the devil, don't we? That he shivers when he hears the name Jesus Christ. Somebody lived to tell the tale, I guess. The last person that ruled the demon when they said his true name out loud. You ever think about that? Jesus Christ was the first prototokos. Actually, prototokos is, by definition, the first. The first to come back from the dead. The only one to ever come back from the dead. He calls himself the morning star and the light bringer. And uh, he never smiles. Did you find that odd that in the Christian Bible, I don't know if you read the Christian Bible, Jesus Christ doesn't really laugh much, ever. He's the son of God. What do you mean? You don't smile? Like, that's terrible. Doesn't God love everyone? But that's whatever. You know, Jesus is Lucifer. I don't, I don't really think that's the case. That's a whole, that's my other podcast. I'm like bleeding into this one now. So I just want to talk about names because I like names. Names are good. Names are good to give yourself to become different personalities because then you can practice what it's like to adapt to any situation. I like doing that. And like, for instance, I'll give a name to, I'll give a new person a name. I think we'll, every podcast will just give somebody a new name. So today we'll, we'll name a female employee that works with us, and we're going to call her Luna. Her name is Luna. Now we have a guy whose actual name is Moon, so I'm like, I can't call her Moon, so I'm going to call her Luna. Luna and I got off on the wrong foot, because I said some stupid shit and she, she wasn't having it, and, you know, didn't really work out with Luna. But then, you know, she had some sorbet and everything was okay. But Luna, man, she's great. Like she works really hard, but she's one of those people that calculates the, the next 10 steps. I don't know if she's a good chess player or not, but that's what she, that's what she lives like, I think. Like, that's how she works. And I want to tell her, and she doesn't tell, I don't think she's far from this podcast. She doesn't listen to this at all. But I, I think I'm going to tell her, like, listen, I want you to try something. Every time you look at me, like every time you see me, I want you to stop, take, and breathe in for 10 seconds. And 
what you when you are breathing, what you're going to think is not about your next 10 steps. You're going to be like a hockey goalie deflecting thoughts that come up in your mind and you're just going to cast them to the side. You're going to say, I'm trying to think of nothing. Now, you can't think of nothing because just saying nothing gives it substance. I can't describe what nothing is to you because if I say this, nothing is nothing, it's whatever's outside of something, it's, that means whatever means some, it's something. You can't describe nothing. It's impossible. So you can't have no thoughts. It's impossible. What you could do is you could try to limit the amount of thoughts you do acquire and then just cast most off. And if you did that for 10 seconds, three or four times a day, I think your life would change for the better. And that's everybody. That's not just Luna. So I'm going to try it with her, see what she says. Maybe I'll get fired. Probably not. They've already done it three times. I think, I think that's enough. You don't think so? So these dishwashers, man, I swear to God, they're doing Ramadan. It means that they don't eat after sunset. I get it. You haven't eaten all day. You haven't eaten in 24 hours. I don't know when Ramadan starts and ends. I, I'm not your religion, and I would love to respect your religion if I knew a little bit more about it. But I'm not going to Google it because, like I said, it's not my fucking religion. So if you came up to me and you said, when in whatever language you wanted to communicate this to, and you said, listen, I, don't, I can't eat from now until fucking 8 p.m., but at 8 p.m. I'm starving because I haven't eaten in 24 hours. And actually, to tell you the truth, I intermittent fast all the time. 24 hours without eating is really not that bad. It's really not. Some people get cranky, but you know, you fucking grow man, get over it. Can I do it eight days in a row? As long as I get to eat once a day? Yeah, fuck yeah, I could do it eight days in a row. I've been doing it for months. Shit. Anyway, but whatever, I get it. You know, they don't eat, they don't drink, it's fine. But I don't know about this. So when we're covered in tickets and we're doing a crazy, crazy dinner service because all the parties came in at the same time because people coordinate them really, really well, you know, obviously. Yeah, that's why we have a 50-person funeral tomorrow. But that's okay, whatever. The point is, is that you can't, this motherfucker comes up and he goes, I want food. Like, I owe him something. Like, I fucking, like, oh, it's because it's, it's two grand I didn't give him last time from his $30,000. Yeah, I want food. And I was like, congratulations. And I told him, I gave him the whole, you're in the middle of a restaurant thing. And he's like, make me some eggs. And I was like, I was going to go into the walk-in and find, we have boiled eggs. We used to have these boiled eggs for, for lunch. Now we boil them, thank God, because I always wondered, like, why do we, we don't need this boiled, non there's garbage. It was terrible. So, like, I was going to take two of them and just throw them at them. I swear to God. So then we have this 50-person funeral tomorrow, or the wake, rather, and they're going to have chickens, and that's all we know. So I have to prep the chickens at least, right? So we're prepping the chickens, and I cut off the wings, and I cut off the backs, and I fried them up. I threw, this, threw some mayploy on there, which is like a sweet and sour, like chili sauce is delicious. I threw them on there, I tossed them in a bowl, and I went back there, and I like gave it to him. I was like, listen, this is what I got for you, man. I'll make you food later, right? I don't mind making you food. I really don't. I love making people food. In fact, and I understand that they can't eat while everyone else eats family meal because they have Ramadan. To tell you the truth, I don't know if any of them could tell me a Muslim prayer. I doubt it. But, uh, you know, maybe they're doing like the whole Lent thing if you're a Catholic, which I also don't understand. I don't agree with shit like that, but that's just me. Like, if you're going to be religious, be religious the whole fucking way. Don't smoke cigarettes. And then, you know, like I had a Hasidic Jew come up to me one time and he asked me to light a cigarette for him because it was the Sabbath. He's like, I can't make fire. Can you light this cigarette for me? And I was like, no. Here's the lighter. Do you want it or not? And he's like, can you light it and leave it? And then I will take it? And I was like, no. And I just walked away. Fuck him. He didn't get, he, I didn't light a cigarette that day. I don't know who did. Light my cigarette. Get the fuck out of here. Give me $25. I'll light your cigarette. 
Yeah, the, <laughs> the Hasidic guy would have like threw up in my face if I said that to him. <laughs> Here's another joke. Why are Jews, Jewish people's noses so big? Because the air is free. <laughs> Just kidding. I love Jewish people. They're great. Seriously. Like three of my ex-girlfriends are Jewish. So...